0: All right, welcome back to uh, Chapter 20, Acute Diabetic Emergencies. Overview of Lesson Topics, Understanding Diabetes, Mellitus, Acute Diabetic Emergencies, and Assessment-Based Approach to emer- Altered Mental Status in a Diabetic Emergency. <clears throat> Case Study Intro. EMTs Heidi Burr and J.D. Hudson arrive at the scene of a reported diabetic emergency to find a man in his 20s sitting in the reception area of an office building, with 2 coworkers tending to him. The patient seems confused and appears pale and sweaty. One of the coworkers says he was fine this morning, but he started acting strangely about 10 minutes ago. What diabetic emergency seems likely based on the information so far, and what information would you need to confirm your hypothesis? Remember, I encourage you to write these questions down, pause this video, and so you can answer them as we go along. Alright, introduction. Diabetes can cause changes in mental status related to alterations in blood glucose level. Acute diabetic emergencies are life-threatening. Prompt recognition and care are critical, and diabetes has serious long-term complications. Understanding diabetes mellitus Under normal circumstances hormones control the blood glucose level Diabetic emergencies result from abnormalities in the blood glucose control Glucose or sugar Is carbohydrates uh, which are the primary energy source for cells? complex carbohydrates are broken down into simple sugars primarily glucose for the use by cells regulation of blood glucose level is critical to normal cell function brain cells can only use glucose for energy and cannot function when glucose is inadequate low blood glucose results in altered mental status prolonged low blood glucose leads to brain cell death excess glucose in cells causes water to enter the cell which worsens head injury or stroke with high blood glucose glucose is excreted in urine bringing water along with it leading to dehydration. Hormones that control blood glucose levels are insulin, which is secreted in when blood glucose levels are high. Without insulin, little glucose can enter the cells. Glucose remains in the bloodstream resulting in elevated blood glucose levels. Uh, here we have glucose moving into the cell with insulin and the in, the inability of glucose to get into the cell without insulin. So we look on the left, we see with insulin. Um, you see the insulin is going into the reception site. Um, you see also glucose entering uh, the cell. Insulin opens uh, channel the channel for glucose to enter the cell. So when the, uh, insulin... Uh, enters the cell it opens that channel for glucose so it can open and close to regulate the amount of glucose going into the cell Um, cell metabolizes glucose to produce energy without insulin um, excuse me the cell cannot the the glucose cannot enter the cell and the cell metabolizes fat to produce energy instead of uh, glucose Glucagon is secreted when blood glucose level is low. It functions to increase and maintain blood glucose levels. So as they don't get too low. That's why we have glucagon. Other other hormones uh, such as epinephrine is released when blood glucose levels are very low. Inhibits insulin secretion and promotes release of stored glucose from the liver. Some signs and symptoms of hypoglycemia are related to the release of epinephrine. The normal metabolism and glucose regulation. The normal range of blood glucose levels is 70 to 120. Insulin is secreted in a response to to increase blood glucose levels. Between meals, blood glucose levels drop. Glucagon is secreted to increase and maintain the blood glucose level. So we see a normal glucose regulations. Eat a meal. Blood glucose rises to 120 to 140. Insulin is secreted. Cells uptake glucose, liver uh, cells uptake glucose, and the liver creates glu- glycogen. <clears throat> the blood glucose drops to 70. Glucagon is secreted. Uh, glycogen produces glucose. Non carbohydrates produce glucose. Blood gr- glucose is increased and maintained so the blood glucose regulation in diabetes mellitus, um, <clears throat> you can see at that center circle is what we just talked about here normal glucose regulation and then you can see what diabetes mellitus is. So if it's got a line through the circle, it means it's not occurring due to lack of insulin. So you need to look over that figure. I'm not going to read it to you because I know you can read. Just see the changes between normal and someone with diabetes. Checking the blood glucose level, testing the blood glucose level with a glucose meter. Normal readings range from 80 to 120, which is, I don't know why they did that, because the last slide told you 70 to 120, so we're going to use 70 to 120. Uh, When interpreting the reading, determine the last time the patient ate or drank anything. Hypoglycemia is a blood glucose level of 70 or less with signs and symptoms hyperglycemia is a blood glucose of 200 or higher testing the blood glucose level with a glucose meter prepare the glucose meter so they got the meter it right here they've already put the test strip in they got a band-aid waiting some gauze here's their lancet and alcohol prep pad clean off the finger with an alcohol prep pad <clears throat> perform the finger stick with the lancet use the um, the gauze to I don't, I don't know why you would wipe off the blood because that's what you need to get uh, the finger stick so uh, don't wipe the blood until after you do the finger you, you put the blood in the test strip as shown here and then you're gonna read what the value is here you're gonna discard discard the blood anything with blood in it in a sharps container, in a biohazard bag. Uh, some people require a band-aid after this, and that's fine, but one on. I always do, no matter what. Okay, diabetes mellitus is a disturbance in the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Results from lack of insulin or secreted, that's secreted from the pancreas or inability of the cell receptors to... Re- respond to insulin to allow glucose into the cells the patient has a high blood glucose level but the cells are deprived of glucose the brain cells do not require insulin to use glucose excess glucose is secreted by the kidneys causing excess water loss The three P's of diabetes are polydipsia, polyuria, and polyphasia and I'm going to show you the notes here hopefully Oh, they're not going to show me that, but we'll see what happens. Okay, I want to give you the proper uh, definition. So, polydipsy is abnormally great thirst as a sign, sy- as a symptom of disease, such as diabetes or psychological disturbance. Polyurea is the production of abnormally large volumes of dilute urine. Which remember, the uh, the body will uh, get rid of the, the glucose by producing more urine. Alright, and... Polyphagia is excessive eating, uh, excuse me, excessive eating from excess hunger or increased appetite. Type 1 diabetes. Pancreas does not secrete insulin. Patients must take insulin to regulate blood glucose. Peak onset is between 10 to 14 years of age. Patients often have a lean build. Patients are prone to diabetic ketoacidosis. Type 2 diabetes, patients use oral medication, diet, and exercise rather than insulin to maintain blood glucose levels. Patients are usually middle-aged or older and overweight. Patients are prone to hyperglycemic, hyperosmolar, non-ketotic syndrome, or HHNS. Diabetics are prone to disease and disorders of blood vessels, such as heart attack, stroke, and kidney failure. Click on the action below that results from a release of insulin. A release of insulin. If you chose C, you are correct. Two functions of insulin are to increase the rate at which glucose enters the cells in the body and to allow the liver to store excess glucose in the form of glycogen. In doing so, the effect of insulin is to lower the blood glucose level. Alright, back to the case study. The patient whose name is Trent is confused as to the day of the week and has difficulty answering other questions, but can follow commands. He is able to confirm a history of diabetes, but it is it is unclear when he has took his insulin or ate. JD obtains blood glucose level reading of 48. Is the patient's blood glucose level high, low, or normal? Explain the findings of confusion in pale diaphoretic skin. What treatment does this patient require? Again, pause this video, write these questions down so you can answer them as we go along. Hypoglycemia usually occurs in type 1 diabetics. Results from excess insulin that the patient takes to manage their diabetes. The pathophysiology of hypoglycemia. The patient uh, takes insulin but does not eat a meal. The patient takes insulin, eats a meal, and uh, drastically increases their activity. The patient takes too much insulin, and this can occur in type 2 diabetics from the effects of oral medications. Assessment findings in hypoglycemia. You're going to find an altered mental status that occurs from low blood glucose. Other signs and symptoms occur from epinephrine release. Symptoms related to brain cell dysfunction are low blood glucose, confusion, disorientation, or drowsiness, unresponsiveness, seizures, stroke-like symptoms. Hypoglycemia unawareness. Over time, the signs and symptoms of hypoglycemia can change. This can allow blood glucose levels to drop significantly without intervention. Emergency care for hypoglycemia, uh, we're going to categorize the patient as unresponsive, able to to swallow, or unable to follow commands, or altered mental status but responsive, able to swallow, and able to follow commands. For patients who are unresponsive, unable to swallow, or unable to follow commands, we're going to establish an open airway, apply oxygen if the SpO2 is less than 94%, provide positive pressure ventilation if breathing is inadequate, assess the blood glucose level and request ALS the reason why we're gonna request ALS is because they can start an IV and they can um, administer D5 or D50 which is a fluid-based glucose because you don't want to put anything in a patient's mouth they're unresponsive because they could they could uh, aspirate and, and choke for patients with altered mental status but responsive they're able to swallow and able to follow commands We want to ensure a patent airway, assess the blood glucose level, and administer one tube of oral glucose. Oral glucose is a gel that is absorbed quickly, increasing the blood glucose level. Oral glucose may be administered only if if all these patient conditions are met. Altered mental status, history of diabetes controlled by medication, or a blood glucose less than 70, and they have the ability to swallow. So there's a guy he's sticking a whole tube in there, and he's what he's doing is putting that glucose gel between the cheek and the gums. Um, that's cool and everything, but you got to get your patient to open their mouth pretty wide and if they're unre- um, they're altered and they're not just you know following commands perfectly. You might want to use a um, a wooden tongue depressor, put it on the uh, put the glucose gel in there, and then use it because it is small and thinner. Intranasal glucagon. Glucagon does not contain glucose. Converts glycogen in the liver to glucose. It is administered uh, via an AMAD and a syringe. May take thirteen to sixteen minutes to work because it has to convert uh, the glycogen to glucose. Um, AMAD uh, MAD right there that you see in that third bullet is called a mucosal atomizer device glucosal atomizer device and you will learn how to use one high blood glucose levels caused by a relative lack of insulin Um, extreme hyperglycemia may result in diabetic ketoacidosis or hyperglycemic hyperosmolar non-ketotic syndrome so extreme hyperglycemia is going to be in a type 1 diabetic is going to be diabetic ketoacidosis And in a type 2 diabetic, it's going to be hyperglycemic, hyperosmolar non-ketotic syndrome. The pathophysiology of DKA. The blood glucose typically is greater than 350. um, 350, uh, Without insulin to help move glucose into cells, cells are starved. Cells begin to burn fat. look at this figure it will explain to you diabetic ketoacidosis starting at one two three four five and six factors that can lead to diabetic ketoacidosis are infection inadequate insulin dose certain medications physical stress such as surgery or trauma And increase in carbohydrate intake. Assessment findings in DKA. DKA signs and symptoms are produced primarily by the dehydration and acid buildup. DKA progresses slowly over a few days. Signs and symptoms related to dehydration or polyuria, polydipsia, or poor skin turgor, tachycardia, and positive tilt tests. Nausea, vomiting, and muscle cramps are typically due to electrolyte disturbances from the loss of sodium, potassium, and magnesium. Emergency care for DKA establish and maintain a patent airway, administer oxygen Oxygen if the SpO2 is less than 94%, positive pressure ventilation if needed, determine the blood glucose level, If you are not sure of the condition, administer oral glucose if the patient could swallow. Contact medical direction. Hyperglycemic, hyperosmolar, non-ketotic syndrome. The pathophysiology of this is the blood glucose is very high, 600 to 1,200, um, which is very hyperglycemic. Glucose is excreted in the urine with large amounts of water. there is enough insulin present to allow the use of glucose and prevent ketone production from the use of fats for energy carries a high mortality rate here's a another chart to show you what HHNS is look it over and study it please assessment findings in HHNS um Signs and symptoms are similar to those of DKA. No significant buildup of ketones in the body and therefore no significant acid load. Uh, no Kussmaul respirations or fruity odor on the breath with HHNS. Establish should maintain a patent airway. Administer oxygen if the SpO2 is less than 94. Provide positive pressure ventilation if breathing is inadequate. Check the blood glucose level. If you are unsure of the condition, administer glucose if the patient can swallow. Contact medical direction. Here's some signs and symptoms of diabetic emergency conditions. So you need to look at these. Make yourself familiar with them. Alright, assessment-based approach and altered mental status in a diabetic emergency. Uh, Look for medical alert tags, tattoos, or other medical identification. An insulin pump is a clue to diabetes. So on the back of this little tag right here, it'll tell you what their medical problem is. Get a good sample history, especially ask about medications taken for diabetes. Ask the following Has the patient taken their medication? Has the patient eaten their regular meals? Has the patient vomited? Um, has the patient had any unusual physical activity? Elderly patients frequently suffer and signs and symptoms that mimic a stroke, such as weakness or paralysis to one side of the body. Keep in mind that some medications, like beta blockers, can hide the signs of hypoglycemia. Emergency medical care establish and maintain an open airway, administer oxygen if the SpO2 is less than 94%, provide positive pressure ventilation if breathing is inadequate. If the patient is is able to swallow and has a low blood glucose level, administer oral glucose, and then transport. During a reassessment, determine if the administration of the glucose has improved the mental status. This may take as long as 20 minutes. If the mental status does not improve, consult medical direction about administering more oral glucose. Consider the causes of altered mental status. Alright, case study conclusion. The patient meets criteria in the MTS protocol for administering oral glucose. JD administers the oral glucose and they prepare Trent for transport to the hospital. En route to the hospital J.D. continues to monitor Trent's airway and mental status and he begins to see some improvement in Trent's mental status as they arrive at the hospital. Our summary is diabetes is a problem uh, related to the regulation of blood glucose level. Hypoglycemia is a state of blood glucose levels. Oral glucose may be indicated in hypoglycemic patients. Hyperglycemic problems result from a relative lack of insulin. Type 1 diabetics are prone to DKA, which is diabetic ketoacidosis. And type 2 diabetics are prone to HHNS, which is hyperglycemic, hyperosmolar, non-ketotic syndrome. All right, we will see you next time.